What makes a great leader great? How do we create a high-performing team? And when we say leader, we mean everyone, because everyone is leading their own life. Will yours be a life by design or a life by default? Those are the big questions, and this podcast will answer them. Welcome to the Becoming Your Best podcast, where we help you apply the 12 principles of highly successful leaders, because great leaders will produce great results. Hi, friends and listeners. As you start thinking about wrapping up 2020, finishing strong, of course, in this this year, but also beginning a new year, some of the thoughts you may have are, okay, how can I take advantage of a new, fresh year? How can I become my best? How can I increase my productivity 30 to 50%? And how can I be excellent in time management and to consistently do what matters most while having peace and balance in my life? Well, the 2021 Becoming Your Best Planner is designed to specifically help you and support you realize those dreams, whether you're working remotely in your office or or in the field. You can order your 2021 dated Becoming Your Best Planner now to help you get an early start on the new year. Simply go to becomingyourbest.com, hit the planner icon, and you will receive a 20% discount. Act now to start getting mentally set for a great 2021. All right. Well, welcome back to our Becoming Your Best podcast listeners. This is your host, Rob Schallenberger, and I hope you're having a great week wherever you're at in the world. In Utah right now, and I know there are people that will listen to this months from when this are recorded, but we are in the middle of the beautiful fall colors. (laughs) And it is just awesome. You look out the window, the trees have different shades of yellow, orange, red. The temperature in the air is just a perfect, crisp, cool temperature. So I love this time of year. And I'm grateful that we have a few minutes together. Well, on this podcast, I want to share a personal experience with you in the hopes that it'll benefit someone. And I don't know who may listen to this (laughs) or who may benefit from it, but I know that I benefited tremendously just in the last few days Uh, by thinking about this. And I felt inspired to share my experience here on this podcast. So again, I don't know who needs to hear this, but I'm confident that someone does. And I felt like I needed to share this. So maybe this is just for one or two people out there. You know, I don't know. But nonetheless, I hope that this will be helpful to you to take just a few minutes and learn from my personal experience. And I I think this will probably be a pretty short podcast, I'm guessing. I've been reflecting on what, what I'm about to share here for several weeks. And there are really two existing forces that exist in the world, and it's difficult for them to coexist in the same place. One will push the other away, and that is faith and fear. And think about this. We've all experienced both of these at different points in our lives. Fear is a very powerful emotion. And we, like I said, we've all experienced this to varying degrees. You know, if you look at the stock market, they say there's two forces that drive the stock market, fear and greed. (laughs) And the stock market will climb up ever so slowly. Sometimes it's called the wall of worry because it ekes its way up. It climbs, it climbs. And over the course of time, it keeps rising. And then when it falls, it falls fast and usually falls violently. And that's because fear is a very powerful emotion. When selling starts, it's easy to have these quick sell-offs that can in some cases turn into a market crash. So there are these really two emotions. And like I said, you know, you think about this. 
they can't really coexist in the same place. There's going to either be faith or there's going to be fear. I mean, wouldn't you agree with that? And it seems like COVID, you know, all the world challenges that are happening right now, all the divide that exists in the world, it has caused fear and anxiety to skyrocket. <laughs> I mean, I've had to be vigilant myself about how often I look at the news because it's just, I mean, it's just so negative out there. And, and we all know exactly what I'm talking about when I say that. And people I know well, I mean, well-accomplished, well-established people who've never dealt with anxiety before are dealing with it for the first time in their lives. So this fear seems to be palpable. And it's at, at least from my perspective, it seems to be at an all-time high with the divide and the vitriol that's gripped our world. And so the question for each one of us is, do we let fear wrap its vice-like grip around us or do we replace it with faith? And I'm suggesting here that we make a conscious decision to go forward with faith and not let fear be the dictator of our emotions or our decision making. And let me give you an example of a very personal experience that just happened with me yesterday, in fact. And it's one of the reasons why I felt like I should share this here. And you know me by now. If you're listening to this podcast and you've heard me share some you know, thoughts in the past, you know that I believe there is a God. And I believe that he has a purpose and a plan for every one of us. And my faith is very much intertwined with my business life, with my home life, personal life. It intertwines in every aspect of my life. And, and it really is what is on my mind all the time. So that's what I'm going to approach this podcast from is that perspective, because I have that uh, strong knowledge and belief. And so to that point, I was driving home yesterday. It was about a 30 minute drive from our office through a beautiful canyon called Provo Canyon. And I'm driving up to our home in a place called Heber City here in Utah. And to put this in context, my son is currently serving a two-year service mission. He's in Las Vegas currently, but his original assignment was to Brazil. So his Las Vegas assignment is just a temporary assignment. Now, having said that, you know, if things stay the same, he may spend his entire mission in Nevada, which, <laughs> which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But assuming that the visa and some other things come through, then the, the plan is for him still to go to Brazil at some point in the next two years. He's only three months into his mission. So with that as the context, I was driving home yesterday and I was thinking about my son. And, you know, kids are sometimes the catalyst to becoming great teachers in our lives. And some of you listening may have kids, some of you may not. And that's fine either way. But I'll tell you, man, when you have kids, they sure cause you to think. They cause you to <laughs> put a lot of emotion into them. And it's ironic that he's not even at home. And yet I'm still investing a lot of emotional energy into him. So I'm driving up the canyon. And as I'm driving, I offered a prayer. And what I asked was a pretty simple ask. I asked if he was going to get his visa to Brazil, and if so, when? And then I just calmly waited for his answer while driving. And in this case, I felt a very clear impression or answer come to my mind, and this is what it said. You know, this is the gist of the words as I tried to express what was, in my mind, a very clear answer. He said this, I could tell you the answer, but in this case, that would defeat part of the purpose for being here on this earth. Rob, you need to walk forward with faith, even though you don't have all the answers. For me, that was pretty powerful. This clear answer I got was basically saying, yeah, you know what, Rob? I could tell you the answer. I know all the answers. But if you had all the answers, there would be no need for faith. And man, that was such an aha for me. I got home yesterday evening. I wrote in my journal, in my, in my thoughts journal, a thoughts book, I call it. And I captured this thought because this was a powerful experience for me. It really taught me an important lesson. How many times could this story repeat itself in our lives, but just replace the scenario, you know, replace the question. It's not Robbie anymore. It's about something else, a loved one, a relationship, a financial hardship. 
anxiety, whatever, you know, starting a new business, replace the scenario with a different scenario and answer it the same way. You know, I could give you the answer. He knows all the answers. I know that's true. I have no doubt about that. Yet wouldn't that in truth defeat part of the purpose of being here? If we had all the answers, why would there be any requirement for faith? And in my experience, not knowing the answers is part of what allows us to walk forward with faith and put one foot in front of the other and and trust in a higher power that there is a plan, that everything will work out in our favor. Let me give you a different example. And if you've listened to our podcast consistently, then you've heard this one. We've only gone into detail on it a couple of times, but we've skirted around it numerous times. And that is that my mom has and was diagnosed with early onset Alzheimer's. And if anyone has this in your family, you know how devastating this particular disease can be and how hard it is to watch, you know, this key person or whoever it is in your life just slowly whittle away and they just aren't them anymore. And, and in the context of my mom, you know, my mom is one of several heroes in my life. My mom, my dad, my grandfather, a couple of other people like that. She was valedictorian in high school. She has track records that she set in high school that are still there. I mean, she was pretty much exemplary in everything she did. I've only met one person in my life who didn't like her. <laughs> Everyone else says, you know, she's a saint. They just loved her. She treated people so kindly. She loved them. And that's just ex- what she exemplified throughout her entire life. Well, at age 55, she was diagnosed with early onset Alzheimer's. That was 10 years ago. So at this point, she's 65 years old. And this past Christmas, so about 10 months ago, we were all gathered together as a family. We'd already decided that, you know, that was the time to put her in a care center. And so we made this shift. December 27th, we celebrated Christmas together. And that was our last Christmas, you know, with her here at home. And then we moved her to the care facility. Well, you know, things have gone downhill fast for her in the care facility over the last 10 months. And at this point, she no longer can recognize any of us, which that's been the case for a while. But she doesn't recognize my father. She can't form a sentence. At best, maybe you're lucky if you get one word from her. My dad, who's a saint and one of my heroes, he's down there every night to change her. She can't take care of herself in any way. She can't feed herself. She's having a harder time swallowing, you know, incontinence, can't shower, just nothing. There's nothing that she can do for herself. She needs to be tucked in bed and is 100% dependent on, on other people. Well, that's a pretty tough situation. And for my dad, you know, I've watched him go through this and I've watched him learn so much from this experience. I've watched him care for her in a way that I've never seen him do that in my life. And he's always been loving and caring, but this has taken it to a whole nother level. And so, you know, we could ask the question, why? Why did my mom have to go through that and experience that? She's a total saint. Why would she have to go through that particular experience. And at this point, she probably has weeks left to live. Uh, We just started hospice and, you know, things are definitely towards the end at this point. But rather than ask why, because that why can take us down a bunny trail, if you want to call it that, a rabbit hole, (laughs) a rabbit hole that there's just nothing good that often usually comes from that particular question. When asking ourselves why about life circumstances, instead of asking that, we focus on what we can control. This is where faith comes back into the equation. You know, and, and you've heard us talk about having a vision and roles and goals and doing pre-week planning. You know, my dad's vision shifted. This is never what he expected in his quote unquote golden years of life. You know, they had all these plans of travel and things they would do together. Well, that all completely changed, went out the window. <laughs> you know, obviously things dramatically shifted with, with this diagnosis. So my dad's new vision in the role of husband for my mom is to help her finish her life with dignity. As part of his pre-week planning, every day he's adjusted his flight schedule, his travels, 
He's down there with her nearly every day, spending about three hours a night. He helps her get ready for bed, changes her, reads the same picture book over and over and over again that they've read like a hundred (laughs) times. But I guess that's one of the benefits to Alzheimer's. You can read it five minutes after you read it before and, and it's a whole new book. But this is what he does every day with her. Now, we don't know the beginning from the end. We don't know why she's going through this experience. What are the lessons to be learned? But I'll tell you one thing we do know is that there is a God and that there is a plan. And so we walk forward in faith. And it doesn't matter what the challenge is that comes our way. If we see it through that lens, faith can be the governing emotion rather than fear. Fear, when we make decisions based on fear, they're almost always the wrong decisions. And so what I would invite us to do is consider where do faith and fear, where is this push and this pull happening, this yin and this yang in our lives? And how can we replace fear with faith? And where can we have a belief that, you know what, there is a God and he has a plan for every one of us. If we will go forward in faith, it will change our entire paradigm. When we actually believe and have that faith that everything indeed will work out for our good, it truly does not matter what comes our way or happens around us. Negativity can bombard us from every side in the world, yet we go forward in faith and that's okay. We don't have to let fear sleep into our lives and let that become the governing emotion. And so, you know, this is this has been only 12 minutes, a short podcast, and I hope that me sharing these personal insights has been beneficial for someone. I'm confident that there's someone who needed to hear some of the thoughts that were on my mind, because that's what I felt like I should share on this podcast, and I try to listen to those feelings. So, you know, with my son driving yesterday, it was such a powerful lesson. Rob, I could tell you all the answers. I know all the answers, but that would defeat the purpose. You need to learn to walk forward with faith, even though you don't have all of the answers. What a great insight for me to learn, and I hope that all of us can think about and ponder those words and how they might apply to your life, because I'm confident that, you know, just like I needed to hear that, there's others that that could benefit from that same thought process. So yeah, could he tell us all the answers? Of course. Does he know them all? Of course he does. But we need to learn to walk forward not knowing all the answers, and that's part of the reason why we're here. So this is a few minutes, just me sharing some personal insights with you. I hope that's been beneficial. You know, sometimes in our culture, we don't really open up or get vulnerable with other people. But I think there's a lot to be learned by doing that. We all have different challenges. You know, my mom with Alzheimer's going through that, that's something I would never wish on anyone. But what we've learned together as a family has really transformed our relationships. And so, you know, we each have these different things. And I hope that this short discussion has helped someone or all of us to evaluate our own lives and where we're letting faith become the governing emotion rather than fear. And so I hope this has given us something to think about. If you have stories, I'd love to hear them. Write us at support at becomingyourbest.com. Share your insights, share your thoughts. We have different stories and I thrive on hearing other people's stories. So with that being said, I hope you have a wonderful day and a great rest of your week. At the beginning of this podcast, I mentioned that you can now order your 2021 planners. Uh, You're going to love them. They're 100% guaranteed. And you can uh, order those through becomingyourbest.com. Hit the planner icon for the 20% discount. and It'll take you right to the page and you can order. All right. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. Would you like help to apply the 12 principles of highly successful leaders in your life, in your family, or in your organization? Call us today at 888-690-8764 to speak with a helpful representative to evaluate your situation and how we can help. Or you can visit becomingyourbest.com. Whether it's a corporate training event, keynote, workshop, trainer certification, or personal coaching, 
it would be our pleasure to serve your needs. Once again, call 888-690-8764 or visit becomingyourbest.com today.